the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. It is Bob Bernie Live, but a little addition. It is also the Don Crow Show. How is that possible? Through the miracle of simulcasting. Yeah, I guess it's not a miracle, but I'm not sure that I understand all of it. Uh, But Don Crow is away from the microphone, and I have the privilege of guest hosting while also hosting my own program in Columbus, Ohio. So we are linking the two stations together, and we are simulcasting today, as we did yesterday. And I just want you to know, my dear friend Don Crow, I know you folks miss him. He is literally a legend in Christian radio. And I am just honored to have the privilege of uh, being a guest host for his program. So it is an honor. It's an honor for my own program. Uh, It's an honor to uh, host the Don Crow Show as well. Enough of that. My number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. The liberal progressive left never, never, never misses an opportunity for an emotional, heart-wringing story to prove a point that really isn't true. I say this constantly. Truth, facts, are not left-wing virtues. And here's, and here's why. Just a, a really brief, simple explanation. They honestly believe that the end justifies the means. Truth is important, but if you can't get your ideology across, if you can't win in your ideological or philosophical war by telling the truth, the ideology is actually more important than the truth. The end really does justify the means. So if you have to... Tell a little lie, twist the truth, exaggerate a little here, a little there. It's justified. Now, it's similar to Islamic theology. In Islam, it is just fine to lie. There is no commandment in Islam about bearing false witness, lying, telling the no, it's okay. As long as it glorifies Allah and defeats the infidel, you don't have to tell the truth. Well, the liberal left is very similar to that. And so they're not focused on facts and truth, but on emotion, feelings, and if at all possible, hysteria. Oh, that is best of all. This is very, very true. In the battle over abortion, the truth is that baby in the womb is an unborn human. 
No one can deny that. That baby has a completely unique DNA that no one else has ever had and no one ever will have. That is fact. That is truth. That baby has everything that a human being possesses. Heart beating, even breathing. Not oxygen as outside of the womb, but getting oxygen from the mother. A unique, individual human being. That is a scientific fact. But for the liberal progressive left, it's not so much an unborn human being as much of as an inconvenience. That baby, if born, could disrupt my lifestyle, disrupt my education. Listen, abortion is the absolute height of narcissism. Absolute height of narcissism. After a baby is born, if the mother or the father or both harm the child, neglect the child, they can and should be arrested and prosecuted because they are not caring for another human being, and any parent is willing to put their child before themselves, unless you want an abortion, and then, of course, you come first. I said all that to come to this story from Time. Yeah, a lot of people don't think Time magazine is still around, but still around. And I have in my hand... A, uh, I printed 10 pages of it, but I think it's longer. A, uh, a very lengthy article from Time magazine, and uh, I don't know whether it's in print, but I got it off the Internet. And the headline is, she just had a baby. Soon she'll start seventh grade. Oh, it is a tearjerker. Here is how it begins. Ashley just had a baby. She's sitting on a couch in a relative's apartment in Clarksdale, Mississippi, wearing camo print leggings and fiddling with a plastic hospital bracelet still on her wrist. It's August and pushing 90 degrees. Now, what does that have to do with a baby and abortion? Well, it's hot. We want to know that. Uh, It's August and pushing 90 degrees, which means the brown pattern curtains are drawn, the air conditioner is on high, and the room feels like a hiding place. Peanut, the baby boy she delivered two days earlier, is asleep in a car seat at her feet, dressed in a little blue outfit. Ashley is surrounded by family, but nobody is smiling. That's how the uh, article begins. This baby is an inconvenience. We got a brand new baby. Now, listen. What is the response to anybody who sees a newborn? Oh, that baby is so cute and that wonderful. Oh, look at the little baby. Oh, not here. Not with Time Magazine. No, 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 no. There's a baby, but who wants that baby? It's an inconvenience. It's going to inconvenience all of us. Ashley is surrounded by family, but nobody is smiling. 
One relative silently eats lunch in the kitchen. Her two siblings stare glumly at their phones. And her mother, Regina, watches from across the room. That's the uh, grandmother. And the grandmother has no thrill, no excitement about a grandbaby. Are you kidding me? Um, Joy and I go to pieces around our grandkids. And now we've got two great-grandkids, and we really go to pieces around them. But you see this story? Doom and gloom, doom and gloom, doom and gloom. This baby messed up everything. Um, Ashley was discharged from the hospital only hours ago. But there are no baby presents or toys in the room, no visible diapers or ointments or bottles. Almost nobody knows that Peanut exists because almost nobody knew that Ashley was pregnant. She's 13 years old. Soon she'll start seventh grade. Now, I do not want to be unkind. Incredibly difficult for a 13-year-old seventh grader to be pregnant and have a baby. There, Listen. I get that. I understand that. But for 10 pages, 10 pages, instead of a life being celebrated, it's this baby. This baby. This baby's going to mess everything up. This baby's in the way. If only we could have killed the baby. If only we could have had the baby aborted, things would be different. I got to take a break. When we come back, I'll go a little deeper into this story. Ah, it is a very creatively written story to try to program you to feel that instead of celebrating life and birth, it's an inconvenience that never should have happened. Radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. The liberal left will spend hours looking for an unusual, unique story that will grip your heartstrings to prove their ideological purpose. In this case, it's okay to kill an unborn baby if that baby will be an inconvenience. If it's going to be an inconvenience, it's okay to kill it. The headline, she just had a baby, soon she'll start seventh grade. And again, I have great compassion for this young girl. She's 13 years old. It says she was discharged from the hospital only hours ago, but there are no baby presents or toys in the room, no visible diapers or ointments. Well, that is sad that she is not getting support from her family. That's tragic. But had she visited a pregnancy resource center, and by the way, in all of the pages of the story, they're not mentioned at all. There are hundreds and hundreds of pregnancy resource centers all over America that provide diapers, ointments, bottles, formula, etc. 
for women and girls who decide to keep their baby. And yet the liberal left is doing everything they can to shut down those centers. And in all the, and again, I printed 10 pages, I think it was a little longer. And the entire story, not one word about adoption. Not one word. She's 13 years old. She's got to go to school. The family can't afford it. She's poor. She's in a poor neighborhood. This is going to ruin her future. This is going to ruin her parents. This is going to ruin her mother. This is going to, you know, this is going to ruin this. This is going to ruin this. It's going to be terrible. It's going to be horrible. And it's all because she couldn't get an abortion. Because Mississippi won't allow abortions. Terrible, horrible, evil people won't allow this girl to kill her unborn baby. She would have gone to she would have had to have gone to Chicago to kill her baby. And who can afford to drive to Chicago to kill your that's what's in this story. And again, it is emotional. It tugs on your heartstrings. But not once is adoption mentioned. And and one of the most bizarre things about this story, her mother, her mother got pregnant very young herself. And if she had got an abortion, she would not have this child. So she is bemoaning the fact that now she has a granddaughter because they couldn't get an abortion, but she didn't abort her daughter. Um, it is so slanted, it is so one-sided, it is so biased. Uh, at the very end of the uh, article, there's only one moment when Ashley smiles a little. That's the mother. And when she describes the nurses she met in the doctor's office, one of them she remembers was nice and cool. She decides that when she grows up, she wants to be a nurse, too. For a second, she looks like any other soon-to-be seventh grader sharing her childhood dream. Then Peanut stirs in his car seat. Regina says he needs to be fed. That's the grandmother. Ashley's face goes blank again. She is a mother now. Can I read that to you? This is how the story ends. He's talking about this seventh grader. For a second, she looks like any other soon-to-be seventh grader sharing her childhood dream. Then Peanut, that's the baby. Then Peanut stirs in his car seat. You see, that ruins everything. For a moment, she looks like any other kid. And then the baby. The The grandmother says he needs to be fed. Well, Grandma, get up and feed the baby. I don't know of any grandmother who wouldn't love to feed the baby. Regina says he needs to be fed. Ashley's face goes blank again. She's a mother now. And that's how it ends. No hope, no alternatives, no adoption. No assistance, doom, gloom, designed to make you feel like everything just would have been so good if they just could have killed the baby. Now, evidently they live in poverty. 
Uh, would killing the baby change the poverty? No. Would killing the baby change a grandmother that wants nothing to do with her grandchild? No. Oh, my goodness. And then this really, really quick. I wanted to spend more time on this, but in the next two segments, I'm asked this question all the time. Is there hope for America? I'm going to give you the answer um, after the uh, bottom of the hour break. I continually say, if we follow God's plan, there is clarity. When we leave God's plan, there is confusion and chaos. Listen to this headline. Gender-confused woman demands to be declared father of toddlers she's not related to. This is actually a story. A woman who believes she is a man has declared in court that she is actually the father of another woman's child. Did she give birth to the child? No. Is she... uh, is she related blood what no has no physical blood relation no so she is a gender confused woman who has declared legally that she is the father of another woman's child because of a goofy custody agreement between the actual mother and the actual biological father And now the biological mother is saying, well, well, no, 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 I'm the mother. You're not the mother. And the other woman says, well, no, I'm actually the father. No, no, you're not the father. You're a woman. And this crazy, insane case is before a family court. And a judge is going to have to figure out this whole mess. And the story says, well, it should be common sense. But there was a custody agreement signed. And so now the bottom line, a confused woman is declaring that she is actually the father of another woman's child that she's not even related to, and she's going to court to try to get custody of this two-and-a-half-year-old child. Can you imagine the emotional mess around this poor child? This is the society that the liberal left is leading us into. We'll be back. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.